Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Sorry for the long delay. Uh, we were at Comic Con first, and then I started. Yeah, yeah. Well, more on that in a moment. And then uh, I started a new job too, so I've been running all over the Bay Area training and stuff. So a little hectic schedule, but uh, had to do it. We had to come back, tell you guys what's up. Missed and you guys, everyone. Missed you guys so much. Yeah, exactly. So much to talk about. Yeah, I know. Lots to talk about. Lots of fun stuff. Uh, we'll talk Comic Con. Most of the episode, um, and then we'll get try to get back on a regular schedule here, and hopefully this cat get away from me. <laughs> get away. You came by me first. I wasn't gonna say anything, but then you mentioned uh, it. Stop it, my legs. Ah. Anyway, uh, yeah, we'll uh, get back into the swing of things and uh, get down to it. Uh, let's. Oh, now you stuck on the wire. Anything? Anything to say, cat? Yep, there he yeah, goes. There I don't know go. if you guys picked that up. <laughs> Nerds with friends exclusive. We we know we 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 have listeners with cats. They know what's up. Yeah, they they feel it. Yeah, I guess I'd rather not feel it. <laughs> cruising around my legs down there. All right, uh, but let's start it off with nerdy confessions. Uh, I feel like last time we totally forgot them, or we were halfway through. And I think we were halfway them. through, and then we got like. <laughs> That's Just like point. any other episode, always fucking get off topic. Oh, and a little note of the last episode. Uh, sorry for the audio quality. I know it was kind of jumping up and down, jumping up and down. Uh, our guest, Sandy Danto, had a quiet microphone, so I did my best to kind of make sure you guys could hear him. Uh, but we've got some new equipment that will hopefully help with that in future episodes, so uh, we'll hopefully that works out. He'll be down and come back on. Yeah, I'm sure, and we'll we'll have him crystal clear uh, on on a newer episode sometime. Uh, but yeah, let's do nerdy confessions. Uh, you want to start off, or you want me to start? Sure. Off? I have been playing a shit ton of pull it up, Dungeon Hunter Champions. Ooh, so it's kind sounds of like a mobile game. It is a mobile game. Um, it's very oh, look at him go. Uh, <laughs> so I got distracted by the goddamn cat. Um, so it's very much almost like playing D and D, kind of, sort of, and you know, you're just grinding away, killing stuff. Getting treasure, That's getting nice. items, leveling up. You build your own team. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to sink any dollars into it. I told myself. That's good. That's yeah. the dangerous fucking part. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to grind away. Yeah. Just fucking grind, grind, <laughs> grind. Yeah, there's that's the danger with some of those things. Like there was a there's a Marvel Heroes game where it's kind of like a it's like a really, really lightweight fighting game. But like as you go through it, you unlock new heroes and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, but you can buy little power packs and stuff and i'm just like 
fuck you. All right. You know, trying to trying to steal my money because, you know, that you're going to start giving me some crappy heroes. And I'm like, ooh, I want Captain America real bad. You're like, well, you can get Captain America. He's only nine ninety nine, And then you get all these extra power crystals. And, you know, it starts off, you know, slow. Here's a little dollar here. Here's a dollar there. And eventually you're like, God damn, I paid three hundred dollars for this game. Well, the ones that get me, it's like when you have like, oh, you can play an X amount and then you gotta wait an hour until your next turn. Right. It's like, or you or can pay a couple dollars and just and recharge can, right now. Yeah, and it's like, God damn you. Like my breaks right now. Like yeah. I could get time, I'm not gonna have time I later. I could hate that. But whoever thought of that is a fucking genius. Oh, biz- like business decision was like genius, but yeah, you're evil and Yeah, we definitely talked about that, I think, on our on our DLC episode where we talked all about I like, still feel like it's a double-edged sword where it's like, yeah, I get to play more, but it's like you could have just completed the game. You're trying to take more of my money. In theory, it was a good idea, right? Like, oh, hey, people want more of this game. We can't release a whole nother game, but what if we added a couple extra levels just to give them some yeah. more things to play? That sounds nice. And then the corporations got their, like, greedy fingers <laughs> into it, and they're like, yeah, or we could just release half the game and then charge them another $60 for the other half you of know, the game. I will shout out. Shout out to Destiny 2, <laughs> Forsaken, coming out <laughs> September 5th. Ready for that? Also, shout out to Overwatch, who will who doesn't charge you. New character comes out, you just get it, just which get is it. awesome. And you just pay for costumes and stuff if you want. If you want. I, uh, no, I did. I did once. I think I did uh, when, like, a certain, there was, like, a certain release, and I was like, ooh. I no, you know that. what? I did it for a San Francisco uh, skin, and I was like, oh, I, yeah, I was like, I gotta have I that. I was that like, one. I gotta have that shit. What was, what did it look like? It was, um, it's, I believe it's a team, and shout out to the team when I find it, shock something, and everyone's listening who knows they're gonna be like, you fucking moron, you didn't know Wait, what it was. Wait, it's not like the 49ers? Or no, it was it's like, like it's, an esports team. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It was like shock something, and I just saw, it has SF on it, I was like, fuck it, five S- bucks. SF shockers. I, some, dude, everyone listening is gonna be them Rocker fucking Rocker with the shocker. I'll, I'll fucking tweet that yeah, shit later. I'll find it out. Cool. Uh, my nerdy confession. Uh, let's see. A couple. I'll do two. I'll do a twofer. One, I uh, I bought Deadpool 2 on iTunes last night and watched a super duper cut of it, and it was amazing. I know it's amazing because he tweeted me right yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He, he text messaged me right after, like, dude, you got to get it. <laughs> that would be really impersonal if I tweeted Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> at Christian. <laughs> but it is great. I recommend everyone get, catch it out. It's out on digital right now. It'll be out on uh, Blu-ray probably a week or two. But the extra little jokes and, like, the gag reel – they have a thing about trying to keep the secrets of it, you know, um, h- how like, you know, they tried to hide that the juggernaut was in it and hide that, you know, all these other the X-Force. They did all a gonna good die. job. I had yeah, no fucking they, idea. They, they actually showed a lot of how they did that and stuff, which is kind of cool because you hear about like, oh, they're super secretive, but they don't actually tell you how. Yeah. yeah. Um, so really fun watching the features, fun watching the extra jokes. And there's like the after credit scene is amazing. Um, it's. Uh, so good. Well, I'm sure the commentary, al- if they did it uh, yeah, with, with sure uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I actually love, like, that's why I love getting, like, the actual disc. Because I believe for a while the digitals didn't have the extras. Well, the iTunes has really done a good job with that. They've, uh, you know, the, the iTunes extras is, like, just like buying the DVD, essentially. So it's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, like like some of these other companies like, like Vudu or Amazon and stuff. 
when you buy them sometimes yeah it doesn't features. come and i i love the commentary because i fucking love movies if obviously we fucking talk about them all the time yeah but like knowing the behind the scenes shit just adds like another layer to it that's so awesome and uh one actually one of the better ones i've heard i don't know if uhf you know oh, yeah. uh, weird, weird Al. Al. His was really good. Oh, His he just would throw in a bunch of like little random factoids and like, dude, and he did it like I want to say maybe like ten years ago. And that movie is like what, like twenty, 20 years something. Old. Yeah. And I was like, to still that he remembers that stuff, like what what was going on. I was like that's, that's fucking so awesome. Funny. Yeah, that's re- that's really good. And my my second part of my nerdy confession is that uh, so I've I've started gradually playing Dungeons and Dragons now. So that's fun. I played I don't know a handful of times, maybe five times, six times now total um and now i've just bought my first uh campaign and i'm going to dungeon master the shit out of it which which campaign uh i don't remember but i have it i have the book in in my room and i'm like studying it right now and so eventually i'm going to dungeon master you know okay so not to be outdone because you did too yeah so now i'm gonna do my second one sure i've been listening to a shit ton of critical role yeah and I'm fucking Jones into play like so fucking bad. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, I want to play. Well, one thing I started watching some of that too, just because I was like, you know, I want to learn how Dungeon Master, right? And like watching that show, and I know we've talked to some of the people involved in that show. Um, and yes, it's cool that they are all doing voices and stuff like that. It's uh, not necessary, but it does add an, uh, a fucking layer to right, it, right? Exactly. But one thing I will say is like. I don't necessarily think that those guys playing are that great at – I don't think they're, like, above and beyond players, you know, aside from doing voices. But Matt Mercer is an excellent, oh, he's excellent a, he's, dungeon master. He's, like, one of the legends, man. Like, yeah. He's he's great at, like, on the spot, like – Yeah, just, partic- like, some of the narrative stuff that he does is well, amazing. And particularly when you got difficult players like uh, the character Scanlan, who will do some ridiculous, like, things and, like – won't miss a beat. Just right, re- like he's ready for something. Like it's just something right ridiculous. there. Yeah. So yeah, I've been watching a little bit of him trying to like pick up some tips. But I'm excited because uh, I've been learning more about. it. I've been reading the Dungeon Master's Guide. I'm I'm like super juiced to start Dungeon Mastering. Oh, <laughs> nipples are hard. <laughs> yeah. Getting excited. <laughs> All right. Well, me and Christian uh, went to Comic Con together, San Diego Comic Con, the largest comic book convention in the fucking country. And it was I'd say world. Dare we say it? Probably yeah, I think it is probably the yeah. world too. I know there's some big one there's a big one in Brazil and stuff. But Bet you the I cosplays th- out there are crazy. Yeah, just asses everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and there's already a bunch of Comic Con San Diego. Yeah. So you can imagine. Wow, we have to go. <laughs> one <laughs> day. I've just decided. Next year we're going. <laughs> um but yeah, so one thing I I will say like precursor that this was probably the least impressive Comic-Con that I've ever been to, but it was still a lot of fun. Like, it's, it's always fun. It's, yeah, it's you, always fun. You can't fun. go there and have a bad time. You can't go there and just like be like, oh, this fucking sucks. But I will say, you know, not having Marvel, uh, Marvel Studios was not there, so they didn't do any presentations in Hall H. Not spoilers having, for anyone. It's been yeah, a while. But <laughs> yeah, spoilers for anyone who was planning on reading about comic-con i guess (laughs) uh but there was no uh there was no star wars you know disney um there at all and um so real realistically oh and no game of thrones or hbo at all so no westworld no game of thrones no big little lies or whatever the fuck (laughs) 
that would have been a weird one. I would have seen that one, I guess. But um, but yeah, so you know, kind of kind of a low key one, and hopefully, hopefully, it kind of resets it and makes it a little easier to go next year. Maybe you know, hopefully, maybe I s- never. Yeah, probably not. But maybe some people will drop out, and then then it'll give a chance for some more people to go. But uh, but yeah, it was fun having Christian along. You know, uh, we hadn't gone for four years. Yeah, five I think years the last one was like, like four that. or five. Nah, four, maybe four. Maybe yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's exactly what I remember. A lot of fun, a lot of lines, the heat. Yeah. I was lucky enough to remember sunscreen. Everyone, you're going fucking sunscreen. Yeah, you think you're going to be inside the whole fucking oh, time. No. But when you're outside, like, that fucking sun just Ooh. gets you. Yeah, and I'll say this is the second year in a row where it was really humid, too. And normally when you go down there, yes, it's sunny and warm. But, like, the humidity fucking owned me. You walk, me and uh, me and your brother, Dave, we were walking, uh, you know, just... I don't know. It was like four blocks, five blocks. If, you know, if, if it was actually in the city, we were walking down by the Harbor and, you know, from our spot in the hall H line to the, uh, I think we were going to the Hyatt hotel to pick something up from someone in their room. And it's like from that one little walk and it was completely flat, no Hills or anything. We got to the hotel. We're drenched in. Oh yeah. And it was just like, what the fuck? And I just stopped wearing, I stopped wearing like hair, product in my hair because it, it wouldn't set it oh wouldn't, yeah it wouldn't hold it in place it would just melt and i had you know gel running down my into my beard and stuff all day so yeah, no I, I mean the sun out there is just ridiculous but also shout out since we mentioned my brother david shout out to him like a champ drove there yeah i drove and the whole drove way. back like yeah. i'm not gonna lie i slept yeah <laughs> it's like i slept in the fucking car yeah there was definitely times where like me and him would turn around and there'd be a whole van full of just snoring cranky like like people just like (laughs) so thank you bro for driving i did the best i could staying awake the whole time but he he was an animal he just drove and drove and drove and going down there took a long time because we hit that la traffic it took like 12 hours it took like 12 hours yeah yeah. Um, i think it was a little bit faster coming back it was a lot faster but we took a a long uh eating break at uh oh man yeah, you should have done that shot, that place. barbecue place. That was barbecue place in Walnut Creek, so it's not even that far away, but it was awesome. Well, yeah, it was really good. And we went on two Tacos El Gordo trips, too, which was awesome. Um, if you're ever down in uh, the San Diego area or in Las Vegas, look up Tacos El Gordo. It will change your life. And also, also, the quesadilla. Everyone, Ooh. the quesadilla. Yeah, the quesadilla I was, was good. I was really shocked. Like, I watched, I was like, yeah, I want to try something different. You know, everyone's got tacos. I got tacos, like. Fuck it, quesadilla. Yeah. And I just see her grab a tortilla and just slap like a brick of cheese on it. And I'm like, ooh, that looks good. Well, not, not only that, but she took the cheese and just cut off a chunk and just slapped it on the griddle and just let it melt yeah. on the griddle. And then she picked it up and put it in a tortilla. And then I was like, all right, whatever. I was like, never really had a bad quesadilla. But first bite, I was like, oh, my God. that <laughs> it, it looks so simple. I don't know what kind of cheese that shit was or if there was a certain oil they put on it, but yeah, it, was it was amazing. Melted, delicious. I had a – I think they ended up making me a what they call a sope or whatever, you know, where it's crispy yeah, yeah, yeah. on top. I know. Because I – I'm Mexican, bro. I know what a sope is. I don't know. I was asking <laughs> you guys what some of these things were, and you didn't know. Well, they had some obscure <laughs> – sh- I don't even remember the name, but it was like some obscure like shit. Buche, I had to ask someone – yeah, actually, I looked that up. No, no I'm not going to guess. I'm not going to guess because someone's going to crucify me. It was pig stomach is what it was. I think it was, it was yeah. And it, it was delicious. Like, I'll, it might sound funky to people who don't like eating weird stuff. But uh, if you ever get a chance and you're at that restaurant, go to get the Buche Tacos, which is pig stomach. But it's like it tastes like bacon, but huh. it's really soft. It's not really hard, like 
chewy, you know, like bacon is. I don't really like stomach or intestines, but you're kind of selling Dude, me on it. it. It doesn't taste because I've had like tripe and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not a fan and of tripe. It's, 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 there's so many better things to eat out there. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. There's better parts of the cow. That like, you can like eat. I get it when they first start eating it. They're like, uh, you know, actually, if you chop up this asshole, it actually tastes pretty good. <laughs> if you, you rub know? some garlic on yeah, it, yeah. some <laughs> olive oil. If you, if you cook it just right, it's actually not that bad. I get that. You know, it came from trying to use all parts of the animal. But uh, now we don't have to. Okay, so <laughs> let's just cut it out. But, uh, but yeah, the pig's stomach was really good. Um, but also, like, the barbecue uh, pork, they have the pastor or what they call it there? I don't know. It was a, a different. Abodada, abodaga. I had never heard of it. Agobada. It did, it did look really good. But that line was ridiculous. Well, the second day we went back, it actually wasn't that bad. It yeah. It was, like, pretty quick. But what the time car- did we the get there? The carne asada line was really long. The first day. time, what was it, like, like 9 p.m. or something? Yeah, 8.30 or something like that. And it was just fucking out the window. Ridiculous. But yeah, they have the the pork is just uh, put up on these big vertical spits, like kind of like the the euro sandwich, the hero yeah, 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 sandwich yeah. or whatever, and they just slice it off, slice it off, slice it off. They just got like a weird little, little giant machete looking thing that yeah, they're cutting with. Exactly, and a little little, and it's like curved almost too. And then they have they have a little cabbage and a little just cream sauce on it. Oh, so good. We should try to convince them to open one here. They should open one here. <laughs> they should do that right now. But yeah, check that out if you're there. I know it's not really Comic Con specific, but it is. Delicious. It's Comic Con fuel. Yeah, it's for your fucking nerdiness. Yes, we went home immediately. Went to sleep after that. So I don't know if that's true. That was fuel <laughs> for the next day. <laughs> and then, uh, well, you know, another fun part uh, that we found out it, we found this last year was there's this little tiki bar that we went to that's on uh, that basically it's a side room to this restaurant called the Blind Burrow down there, and they opened this tiki bar. Uh, on on the weekends, basically it's open like Thursday through Saturday or something. Yeah, like that. we posted pictures on Instagram, so anyone saw us is just getting messed up. Yeah, just <laughs> we got this giant drink that comes in a treasure ke- chest called Goonies Never Say Die, and there was a lot of alcohol. In there. There, yeah, there was. I was <laughs> hammered after that, and we went back to the hotel. And I was like, all right, we're just gonna. <laughs> what do we say? We're gonna recharge for a bit and yeah, go gonna, back out. I'm just gonna take like a 45 minute nap, and then I'll be ready to go. Go back to the hotel. Wake up after like an hour and a half, two hours, and I'm like, guys, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm going back to sleep. I I I passed out. I yeah. passed out till the morning. I think I woke up at like four in the morning. I'm like, looked at my phone. I'm like, oh, I guess we didn't go out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was texting Andrea, and they're like, well, Christian and Dave are asleep, so <laughs> I don't think we're gonna do it. I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you definitely got to find the cool food spots for Comic Con. That's that's definitely an important thing. Another thing we didn't get to go this year, but uh, it's a bit of a drive. But there's a place called Phil's Barbecue out there, which is an awesome barbecue spot. We'll have to go next time we go down there because it's a bit of a trek, kind of like the tacos, but uh, it is well worth it. And then, <laughs> and then less girls, dude. You gotta go check out less girls. <laughs> less girls. <laughs> so as we were driving into San Diego, uh, you know, we kind of come in through the city and through the outskirts of the city. We passed. Two strip clubs that were in the, well, sa- the I, same. Parking I believe, lot. like, don't quote me, whoever. I believe it was less girls and the cute. Body, oh no, no, it was no the, the, I'm sorry, that was the, the tagline. Bo- yeah, less girls, less, and I think it's lay girls or something like that. But I'm not French. I don't know. L E S. But uh, yeah, one was called the Body Shop, and the other was called Nudie Cuties. I believe Nudie Cuties was the tagline for one of them. For less girls, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't think I posted. We did get a great picture. I don't think we posted. I'll yeah. post it later after the episode. Anyway, they shared the same parking lot. And we're like, oh, my God. Like, how bad are these strip clubs where they have the same parking lot? Like, 
in the same little, <laughs> you know, entrance. And then at, you know, when we were deciding to drive home at Sunday at nine o'clock in the morning, uh, the, <laughs> the Garcias basically are driving by and they send me this picture of the body shop. And there's <laughs> there's a pregnant stripper taking a, a picture with what you could describe. It, it like looked a, like a teen. I did. I only saw the back of the head. Yeah. But it, it looked like a 14 or 15 year old boy kid. Yeah. Taking a selfie with a very pregnant stripper at nine, nine o'clock, o'clock in the morning, morning on a Sunday. On Sunday. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know what I expected, <laughs> but uh, that's just that was a perfect ending. Uh, to oh, it was a great send off. Yeah. You stay classy, San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that was you know. I'm actually I'm a little I was I was I was curious about possibly going, but I was also terrified of what I would see. Yeah. Hey, you guys open? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> nine in the morning taking pictures. Hey, maybe they had a breakfast buffet. Maybe we'll have to plan that. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Sometimes a buffet is great. But uh, yeah, just some of the funny stuff we saw just. Before we even got to Comic Con, it was <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, you know, we we definitely had a good time down there. Um, kind of what we did is we decided to do Hall H, which is the big. Uh, it's like a seven thousand seat convention hall. Uh, we did that for Saturday um, because that's when Warner Brothers and DC, well, Warner Brothers is is DC movies. Um, that's when they had their big like two and a half hour panel. Um, and that was really the best-looking panel yeah. that we saw for the big Hall H. I am really – I'm sure everyone's seen the trailer for Shazam. Woo. I'm actually – that's the first, like, DC movie that I'm actually excited for. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that they're getting away from, like, the sepia filter <laughs> or, yeah. like, you know, super like – Super serious, super dark all the time. Yeah, like um, – I can't remember the actor's name, but he looks he looks like he's going to kill it, the guy from um, – the actual Shazam character. Oh, Zachary Levi. Yeah, he looks like Levy. he's he's gonna be great casting for it. Oh yeah, and it looks funny. And yeah, it, there's a lot of humor into it. Well, him and the two him and the two kids like during Hall H, like the way they joked around, like he, like he's definitely still really immature, and he's definitely like can joke around with yeah. these kids, mm-hmm. and he looked like he was genuinely having a lot of fun with them. So it's like, dude, if they have that kind of chemistry, like on stage, I'm sure on screen it's gonna be even better. Right, right. Yeah, it, it definitely looks great. Um. And it's like 100% magic like they have, you know, they have the wizard and everything yeah. that gives him his powers. And they showed him a couple times uh, turning into Shazam from Billy Batson. And it looks awesome. Like, I'm really excited. I'm excited about it. About it. It's the first DC movie because the other ones, it's like, oh, I want to get my hopes up. Yeah, like for all the other ones, like Wonder Woman turned out to be really good. Uh, but I was not super excited right. for it to see it. You know? Well, because we had been treated so nasty before. <laughs> yeah. You know, I honestly liked Batman Superman, but it was underwhelming for what I expected. I couldn't get over the terrible Lex Luthor. Yeah. <laughs> he was a weird one. Yeah, I could not. I <laughs> couldn't. I couldn't. I lo- and but I, pe- li- I like Batman. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I like Ben Affleck as Batman as much as people will probably hate me for yeah, it. Yeah, people hate on him, but those people are wrong. And particularly excellent. the little tiny fight scene he had where he was fighting the regular oh, yeah. people. That was great. I was Some like, oh, of the shit. best Batman action you've ever seen. Like, that's how I imagine. Like, in my mind, that's how Using I imagine. grappling hook yeah. and stuff. You know, that, like, that's like a staple of Batman is his grappling hook, you know. Yeah. And he finally got to use it in the bad ranks and stuff were awesome. So, uh, I am. But I am excited for Shazam. Uh, and then we saw we also got to see Aquaman. 
the first uh, trailer of Aquaman, and that looks fucking awesome. It looks fun. It looks awesome. Um, I will say, I mean, I don't read much DC, but I do read a lot of Marvel. To me, it feels like he's almost playing Submariner, which I don't mind. Whatever, yeah. I love Submariner. Um, fun but fact: Submariner actually predates Aquaman. A lot of people think that Aquaman's the oldest one. Submariner actually <laughs> came out in like the '30s. Facts. Facts. But um, you know, I don't care. I don't care how he plays him. Whatever. I mean, he's awesome. Jason, you know, is fucking awesome. Yeah. And Jason Momoa, Cal like, Drogo. So I'm actually yeah. Black I'm, Manta looks fucking awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. I was glad they left the giant head. Yeah. The giant. And I'm glad they did that because you know, so Black Manta is one of the. He, I always remember him from what was it? It was not the Justice League. It was like the Super Friends or something like that. I think so. Yeah. And he was in. You know, he he had his big helmet on with the big giant eyes that shoot lasers. And I was like, you know, with a lot of these newer movies, they try to make everything look more realistic. Or like, more sleek, slim line. For instance, line. like, which isn't bad all, always. You know, sometimes you get some really cool character design. But a good example is, like, like the Vulture in the newest Spider-Man yeah. Homecoming, right? You know, You're not having an old dude with wings. It's not an old yeah. dude with, like, big, you know, s- you know, spindly wings. It's like, okay, it's a big mech kind of thing. It's, like, it's, it's something that you're like, I can imagine I that can working. I can imagine that happening, yeah. right? But with Black Black Manta, they actually have his gigantic helmet that shoots gigantic laser beams out of its eyes. It looks cool. It looks amazing, and it and when he's when he's shooting the laser through the city and stuff like that, it looked awesome. I'm very excited. Yeah, to see it, it. it looked really cool. I mean, it was a risk. It was a big risk for sure. Yeah. Um, but it looks really fucking cool. It was a great design. Also, Mira is super hot. Oh yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> Could, couldn't couldn't uh, couldn't ignore that one. <laughs> she was up on stage. I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> um, also, Nicole came in playing Aquaman's mom. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it was it was it was interesting seeing her out there. It told uh, her first Comic-Con. Yeah. It was the first time ever going. I wonder I'm, I'm actually wondering, like, if, what she thought it was going to well, be. Well, that, that's one of my favorite things about Hall H is you get to, you know, obviously see all these um, all these celebrities and stuff. And, and you forget some celebrities have never been a part of that world yeah. at all. You know what I mean? Like. Like I think, um, I think maybe uh, it probably wasn't Ben Affleck, but it was like, you know, one of one of the uh, um, Justice League. It was like their first Comic Con ever or something, um, and it's like, you know, can you imagine being a movie and film actor, and then coming to this giant convention full of nerds? Oh yeah, like it's just like what is happening? People slept overnight trying to get into these things. At peak like you know apex excitement you know like oh, everyone's yeah. just like super excited to be in there yeah everyone just like fucking super nerd boners like going off left and right and and, and that's another thing that i loved about jason momoa is like you can see that he's genuinely fucking excited about being there yeah. like he feeds off the energy of the crowd right. like yeah. and like you could tell like he's just he's just fucking loving every moment of it right or ezra miller super cosplayed out oh <laughs> the toadette or... toadette yeah <laughs> Um, and then, uh, so Aquaman does look really good too. We saw a brief little snippet of Wonder Woman 1984, but it was like, one thing that was fun about that is it's like not finished at all. Oh, and you could tell there's no CG in it. I'm, they'd I'm, only been filming two or three weeks. They said, they said two weeks, two yeah. weeks. Uh, I'm not going to judge anything by what we saw, right? but it it was cool that they showed something. But what I saw, I was like, Ooh, that's like. Filmmaking. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. like, it's, Ooh, we're be- taking a peek behind the curtain. It, it, it seemed interesting. Like, I can't, like, if if I ever worked on a set and I was watching that and I'm like, this is going to be a blockbuster movie? Like, what's <laughs> yeah. going to happen post, you know, production that 
but it, it was you could it basically was, you could almost see, see the wires, wires you yeah. know what i mean and she's like running through the city street and her feet aren't even touching the ground yeah yeah exactly so just like oh okay this could be cool but maybe I'm, I'm i'm excited that it's in the 80s yeah. so it's gonna be cool um i'm sure they talked about their what's his name's back right uh Chris, uh, yeah, um, Chris Pine is back, but we I'm don't, curious. Yeah, and what we don't, we don't know, know what sense. I'm curious to how they're gonna do it, and but you know, it's like his son. Maybe because I'm pretty sure he's dead. If yeah. I had to guess, and if it wasn't the plane that killed him, I'm pretty sure age would have, or yeah. he'd be really old. Yeah, exactly. Which was kind of strange that they didn't have that they had him at the panel and not uh, uh, Kristen Wiig, because I think Kristen Wiig is playing uh, Cheetah. I believe. Cheetah. Or Chita- is it Chitara or is Ch- that the Thundercats? That's the Thundercats, I believe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was surprised they had him because, like, if they didn't have him, then you'd be like, okay, well, you know, at least we have the new villain or a new, you know, superhero that we're going to interact with kind of thing. Um, Actually, really. But yeah, he was there and he's like, yeah, I can't tell you how I'm back. Yeah. And that was basically that all was it. <laughs> he's so handsome. So, you know. Super. I'm. I'm actually really surprised that they they you know showed the clip and brought that out with so little two weeks production. Yeah. Well, that that was really cool. You know, um, I'm glad that they showed something, and I think DC Warner Brothers has kind of latched on to like, okay, people love fucking Wonder Woman, so just give them whatever you got. <laughs> Even yeah, whatever, whatever you shot. Whatever you got. Let's see it. But you know, some of the non DC stuff that we saw too, like Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts, and Where to Find Them. That was cool. We that looks cool. We had a little lighting bracelets oh yeah they gave the us so, so that was one of the fun parts about going into hall h they gave us these little bracelets that had the deathly hallow symbol on yeah them. and, and at certain times it would light up it would and light up and stuff like when when uh like fucking what's his name eddie redmayne or johnny depp when he came out johnny depp came out in his full grindelwald yeah costume and gave a, a very interesting speech um <laughs> it, it was it was interesting like it kind of felt almost like it was tied with what's going on with the nation, and I'm not sure if that's what they were going for. Yeah, it, it's, it was weird. It was weird because he was talking about, like, he wasn't – he didn't hate muggles, but they just weren't his kind. And it was kind, it was kind of cringy, like, as I was listening. I was like, ooh, like, maybe – maybe they could have talked about something else. Like, yeah, I don't just, know, man. Just talk about magic and do some spells and yeah. shit. <laughs> it was a little – like, it was a little interesting. Yeah, but um, it was cool. And then they would light up and stuff when they would uh, cast certain spells and things like that. Um, and then throughout, like, you know, Shazam and stuff, they would go off every yeah. once in a while, too, which was really fun. Um, and, uh, and yeah, Jude Law is going to be Dumbledore in that movie. Yeah. So that's going to be dope. <laughs> they were all talking about how hot young Dumbledore is. Um, and uh, – and then we also saw Godzilla too, King of the Monsters. They 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 didn't show the monsters. They did say the monsters. Well, I guess they no, kind of sh- showed up a little bit, yeah, not a little not bit. detail. Yeah, exactly. But Just little, little teasers of you because I actually saw that trailer when I went and saw uh, whatever. Oh, Mission Impossible. They showed the trailer we saw there. I'm excited. Yeah, dude, Mothra, uh, Rodan, and then King Ghidorah. I think is it. Theodora or Gia? I, I don't know. I don't want to butcher th- it. The three-headed dragon one. Yeah, but I'm I'm jazz. Yeah, like, it looks awesome. Um, 
and then uh, and then Lego Movie Two, which also looks very good. Yeah, yeah. They, had a, they they did something interesting with the background of the sc- like there was a screen. There's a screen down low, like on on the stage level. So yeah, you saw the little. They had the Lego characters mini come, out. come out. Come out, and and they looked like you know human sizes, which was kind of it was fun and interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They've done that before at other Lego ones, like Lego Batman. They did that and stuff, and they had like a whole panel made of Lego figures and stuff. <laughs> it was really really cool. Um. But yeah, you know that it, it would have been nice if after all that fun stuff, if we also got to do like Marvel, you know, or Star Wars or s- just something else. But basically almost the entire group left after. Well, I like with Marvel, like it'd be really hard. I mean, they're not going to talk about Infinity, you know, the right. second part. Like they have to keep they that. Could do, they could do Miss Marvel or uh, they Captain, Captain Marvel. Sorry. Well, we're, we're what, like seven, eight months away? Yeah, they go seven months. Away. I'm sure they got you know a bunch done because they've been filming and stuff. We could yeah. have seen like a little tasty trailer. I'm sure that has a lot to tie in with Infinity, and they probably don't want to give any of it away. Right. Yeah, which is a bummer. Yeah, Star Wars though could have been Star Wars, but Star that's the problem is Star Wars isn't Episode Nine is not coming out till Christmas next year. Really? Yeah, I've been paying attention. Well. One thing they did with Star Wars this year, which was kind of weird and probably caused Han Solo not to do very well, is they released it in May with Deadpool 2 and Avengers Infinity War <laughs> and Han Solo. So like it's like, okay, you have three giganto movies basically splitting everyone's movie-going money for the, the I month. I saw of all May. of them. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> but not everyone's going to go. Yeah, see, no, that's true. Not everyone does. Not that. everyone's going to see three movies in a month, especially if they have Movie Pass. Shout yeah. out to Movie Pass. <laughs> Just making all sorts of terrible decisions all over the place. Oh, what did they get? They gotten a lot of uh, a lot of heat for what movie was it? Yeah, so Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. So so for those of you who don't know who, what Movie Pass is, Movie Pass is, is a program where you pay monthly and I think it's $10 a month. So yeah, 8.99 I think. Whatever. 8.99 a month, t- 9-10 dollars a month. And and the idea was you get to see as many movies as you want. You get to see one movie a day for that entire month. You know, and it's like a credit card so like you go to the movie theater say, "Ooh, I want to see Star Wars today." Click on Star Wars, it loads your little credit card full of, you know, 11.50 or whatever it is to see a movie, and you swipe it and you're off to see the movies. And you pay that monthly. So all you have to do is see one movie a month, and it totally pays for itself. Yeah. And and that was the one. That was the one with Mission <laughs> Impossible for some reason was and blocked. I, and I'll say this. I was part of the beta invite for that uh, program, and it was like $35 a month. And you got to see unlimited, you know, one movie a day, basically. And I was like, okay, 35 bucks a month, you got to see three movies every month. But at that point, I was seeing three movies almost yeah. every single month, right? Um, and then, um, so I, I did it for about a year and, um, it, it, it was worth it most months, you know, and then I'm sure, you know, there are people out there who, who saw, see one movie a month and that's how they make their money. But then when they came out, like, you know, open for, to the public, they'd start doing this $9 a month thing. I'm like, how are these guys making any money at all? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm guessing, well, I know movie theaters, they don't make money off ticket sales they make money off of concessions so yeah but basically movie pass is still paying for those tickets so if advertisement you just, i don't know who knows so that and so they got into a little trouble when mission impossible came out because so many people tried to go see mission impossible 
that it shut down the app and then MoviePass had to take out a loan of several million dollars to pay for the movie tickets that they were trying to buy for Mission Impossible. So now they've changed the program where um, where uh, certain like uh, new premiere movies, popular movies, will not be available. Not all showtimes will be available. And then um, I think it lets you see like you know three movies a month or something like that. So this is basically what's the point? Yeah, it just basically <laughs> took all of the benefit out of it. I don't see them lasting through the summer. I can. I mean, you do get discounts on like popcorn and soda, but I mean, not for Movie Pass. Oh, really? Nope, nope. It's just tickets. Oh, wow. No, uh, there's like I think you're thinking of like Cinemark. Rewards That's the ones, the, like the that. Cinemark one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't see them lasting much longer because <laughs> it's just like, what's the point? But if they had kept it at thirty bucks a month, that's not crazy, you know. For people who see movies a lot, three, four movies, yeah. Or like couples too who go see movies like once a week, you know, yeah. it's totally worth it. Even if they did it like twenty bucks, you know, they'd be bringing in double the revenue of what they are now. But it's like, man, now they just sucked all the benefits out of it. Who who knows what's gonna happen? But but I digress. Um, but yeah, so Hall H, you know, is one of those things where. Did you stay? Because I was one of the people that left. <laughs> no, no, I, I left right after DC. There was a couple of our friends who stayed for a couple more panels, but but I didn't want to watch. I didn't want. There was one with the RZA from Wu Tang Clan talking about martial arts in the movies. And I'm like, like I've seen the man with the iron fists, which is uh, his <laughs> movie, and it was like it was kind of fun, but it wasn't like great. It definitely looked like a B movie with a lot of money behind it, <laughs> you know. But um. Yeah, it was just I, I would have been happy if it was like Jackie Chan or something or Jet Li talking yeah. about it. But uh um but yeah, so I didn't stay for that. And there's this one the one panel that everyone kinda jokes about is women who kick ass, which is like honestly it's a it's a pretty interesting panel most times. They get a bunch of female uh actors up there who who uh you know, generally they're they're in like the action genre or sci fi genre. So like they've had like Charlie Theron, Katie Sackoff from Battlestar Galactica um uh what's her name xena warrior princess what's her name uh i can't remember wow why can't i think of her name lucy lawless lucy lawless (laughs) (laughs) um and then you know and a bunch of other uh you know people who are uh in the action genre and they'll kind of talk about their experiences being women and stuff in in the genre but that's normally when we take our naps because we're tired from the day before it's just not, you know, they're not showing content and stuff. It is kind of interesting to hear some of them talk, but um, that's when we take our naps mostly. And then uh, then generally it would be like something like Marvel or Star Wars at the end, and then Kevin Smith. But it was just like there wasn't Marvel, so it was like we weren't waiting for that big one where they give out might give out free stuff. And, you know, so we just – we all bounced and went to the convention. I would I didn't know the women who kick ass was going on. I would have stayed for that. That would have been interesting. I would have stayed. I I really didn't know that was going on. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was after it was after the Rizzo one or something like that. But it's interesting. I like seeing Katie Sackhoff because I'm a real big Battlestar Galactica fan, and Lucy Lawless was fun. And um, oh, uh, they had uh, what's her name from Fast and the Furious, uh, Rodriguez, Michelle Rodriguez. She was cool, but I don't really care. But uh, yeah. Uh, so one thing you know we talk about is like. You know, waiting in lines for Hall H. Um, that that was one. That's one of like that's what I was going to talk about the negatives of Comic Con, and yeah. one is the waiting for Hall H. Um, and it really, the we the fans are to blame 
because right. people will go like because I mean like you had told me before that like before it was like people would go out like I don't know like midnight the night before or even yeah. like like eight or nine o'clock at night you know so after the after the convention had been done you go hop in line and yeah you camp out overnight in in line but you know you're just you're just getting an early start on the next day yeah and but, now like this time people you know, you know we got in line at like uh, five like six five in the morning five thirty six in the morning the day before before and it's like dude like to me i was like holy shit we have to miss a whole day of a con yeah you know like and you know like i had tickets for it like and yeah. it's like you gotta miss a whole day and it's like it's not even Comic Con to blame. It's like it's people like. Well, here here's one thing I'll say about that. It is partially Comic Con's fault, right? And here here's how the process went because I've been going now for I don't know eight years, nine years now. And so when I first started going, yes, you would hop in line at like you know eight o'clock at night the night before to wait in line for Hall H, and it, people already thought that was crazy. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, my God. You're spending you're spending, the, you know, the night in line. Oh, my God. That's so ridiculous. But it was fine because, like, you had already done a whole day of convention and then you get out there at eight or nine o'clock at night. Sun's going down. It's cool. You don't have to worry about the heat and stuff like that. It's just, well, let's just, you know, bring our sleeping bags and just, you know, rock it one night or not. Go. Just hang out. You know, yeah. I, I can imagine that you're hanging stay out with up, your friends. Stay yeah. Out all night, you know, just drinking or whatever. But then. Comic-Con decides, oh, no, we want to kind of – we want to change the way they do this. We don't want people, you know, uh, waiting in line as much overnight. So we'll we'll come out with this genius idea of wristbands. And so we'll hand out the wristbands at, like, you know, 9 or 10 o'clock at night, and those wristbands will guarantee you entrance in the next day as long as you're back by 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but then you still want to be out there to get the good seats. Right. So that's the problem is now what they did by doing that is they moved the whole process. Like, let's be honest. To get into Hall H, like, to guarantee a spot in the Hall H, you have to be in line for about nine hours, eight or nine hours, right? So back when we would sleep overnight, it was the same sort of thing. You'd have to be in line for eight or nine hours, nine or ten hours, something like that. Because you got in line at 8 or 9, and then you basically slept overnight until they started moving the line at like 7.30 in the morning. Now they have the wristbands. So now they just move that whole process up. So now you have to get in line earlier that day yeah. to get the wristbands. And then once they hand the wristbands out, those guarantee you into the convention. So that means as long as you come back at 7.30 in the morning the next day, you will get into the hall. But if you come at 7.30... You're going to be at the back of this yeah. giant 7,000-seat hall, and you're just going to be watching movie screens all day. You exactly. Yeah, yeah. So now you have to wait in line all day to get the wristbands, then sleep in line all night to make sure that at least you you know, get into the uh, good seats at least. Half- and you saw how like how early we got in line. Yeah, and still it was like middle. We, we were, were like in middle. The middle, in the very middle, like right where the, the screens are. Which means the other people were lining up more, like more than a whole day, right? So, yeah, exactly. Because what was it? Was it like twenty eight, twenty nine hours that they were? Uh, yeah, we were like tw- I think twenty seven hours. Or yeah, so like some that. like that's that's crazy, right? So it's I get what Comic Con's doing where they're trying to make it so people aren't just getting in that huge line all night long kind of thing, but 
it, it ends up being about the same anyway, and you're making people miss the convention. Yeah, one whole day. Right. So the the smart thing that we do is we kind of do shifts. Right? Yeah. Rotate. We did. We rotated in. Like I, I did the first like eight hours right in the morning. I just I was out there hanging out, you know, drinking coffee, got a little breakfast sandwich, you know, played some games. We played Cards Against Humanity. Little mimosas. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. No, I had a uh, I did a vodka cranberries first thing in the morning. <laughs> I was like, this is fun. This makes waiting in line a lot easier. <laughs> but um, And then some of our other friends who, who, you know, we have some friends who doesn't matter uh, how early they go to sleep. They can't wake up before 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and then once they come out and about, then they wait in line for a little bit. I went into the convention and hung out. So it was, it's fine. It's just it's. I wish they didn't do the wristband things. I, I wish it would go back to just waiting in line. Another thing is, like, for me at least, is, like, yeah, it was cool watching everything, and I felt like we watched everything just a couple minutes before the rest of the world did because everything just got leaked right away. Well, that's the thing is, like, sometimes some there, there's two different categories of what we see at Comic-Con Hall H. Um, is One is world premiere trailers, which is what we saw a lot of, right? Right, right. The Aquaman one immediately released after. Yep. Um, the Godzilla one immediately released afterwards. Um, I don't know about Shazam yet. That, no, the only thing that didn't leak was Wonder Woman. That's yeah, the only exclusive thing that right. we saw. So that's the other thing is like sometimes you'll see these little behind the scenes things, and those are really fun to see. Like or something where it's not even not even like finished yet. So that's what that's what I like seeing, and I like seeing the artists talk. You know, the yeah, actors yeah. talk about it, and directors talk about it, and stuff. Um, so that's that's what that's what I really do it for. Yeah, it's cool seeing the trailers on the big screen for the first time before anyone else. Um, but I really do it to see, you know, hear the actors talk about it and joke about it and then like see the, the behind the scenes or like really early cut stuff. Just make sure not to take any videos because they really crack down on people. Yeah. Well, that was some bullshit. First <laughs> <of all. laughs> so. What Christian's talking about is, yeah. So normally they make this big announcement. It's like it's it's kind of it's a Comic Con joke now because every every year they do it in Hall H. They're like, hey, you know, they're going to show you some some you know exclusive content that is just for you guys in this room. Please don't record when they're doing any of the new trailers or new scenes from the movies. Um, you know, this is just for you. And if if we want them to keep coming back and showing us the stuff, we can't record this and or stream it or whatever. Fine. You know, that that I understand that. But <laughs> me and my friend uh, Victoria, we were uh, when DC was or Warner Brothers was coming out, they they have this little like Warner Brothers thing that where the screens open up to the side. It's like a 180 degree screen, which is always fun. But it it's a thing for Warner Brothers. It's all movies that have come out already. And every year I record that every single year that I do it, they record it. And then some guy comes over. He's like, hey, give me your phone. So I'm like, what? He's like, you gotta, you gotta delete that right now. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, it's not new. He's like, no, you have to delete it. Let me, you know, let me watch you delete it. I'm like, okay. And so I'm going in my photos. I'm like, here it is, delete it. He's like, now go to your recently deleted folder. I'm like, what the fuck? All right, because <laughs> it still stays in there. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna. St- that was a smart dude. <laughs> but you know, one thing too is like, for for one thing, even even if you wanted me to delete it, I don't have to delete that. He could kick me out, which I didn't want to, you know, after sleeping in line. I don't want to do that. But you can't make someone delete something off your phone. So he can get fucked. But anyway, I went into the uh, the recently deleted. I'm like, oh, see, there, it's gone. I deleted it completely. He's like, okay. He's like, don't. And then he would, like, kind of walk back and forth and watch watch this again. 
But you know what's funny? Fuck that guy. I kept it. I deleted another video from my recently <laughs> deleted. I will I will I will say this. Like when I saw I saw a bunch of people doing it and like I okay, so I am one of those guys like, you know, I want to respect like the all the thought that went into this. I yeah. want to respect like um all the the whole process and if they don't want us to record, they don't want us to record. I get it. But when I was watching a bunch of people, I'm like doing it, and I was like, man, tsk, tsk, tsk. And then I turn, I see my buddy Cody, I'm like, oh, well, my yeah. man, Cody. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to stop him, you know, whatever, let him do his thing. But when, when the guy approached you, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, he's going to get kicked out. I was like, I'm not going to stay if he gets kicked out. I'm totally going to leave, too. <laughs> so I was just like anxiously waiting. And then as soon as he left, I was like, whoo. Yeah. I was like, cool, because I, I was like, dude, like. Like this is gonna suck yeah, if we get kicked, kicked out. out. Yeah, I know. Well, here, here's here's the thing. But in your defense, you're right. There wasn't anything exclusive. It was all old right. movie clips, and it it was really cool watching the opening. Right. It wasn't anything new. Right. It and, and that's what they say is don't record any of the this you know exclusive content that they're bringing. And so obviously you know, and as much as that guy was an asshole about the whole thing, like his job is not working for Comic-Con. You know, it's probably working for the convention, convention center. You yeah. know what I mean? So they probably gave him, you know, like one 15-minute, you know, prep talk before the beginning of also, the Also, the one fire he put out, which was you, was a thousand other ones that he didn't. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> because so. I was on the aisle seat. If I was in the middle, he wouldn't have said shit. That's probably true. <laughs> probably. But, you know, anyway, fuck that guy. I'll post that video on our Instagram. You'll see it later today. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you should have looked at the name tag and just tagged into yeah. it. Hashtag John at Comic-Con, yeah. piece of shit. But, uh, yeah, you know, so first of all, I was like, you know, if it was the it, this was also the first video of the day in Hall H, right? He doesn't have to come off so hot and heavy at me. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you just say, hey, uh, this is the part where you can't record. Had, had it been the Wonder Woman part, then I'm like, yo. Right. Yeah. No, no. Right, and, delete the shit and, out and of I that. And I never do anything like that. Um, the only time I do is I take pictures of the actual a- actors and actresses when they're up on sc- on stage. That's fine. You know, you can take pictures during that section. Um, I never record any of the, like, trailers or anything like that. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of funny. The phones and the pictures didn't bother that much. Uh, I didn't see uh, what I would have got pissed if someone had, like, a selfie stick or some shit. Then I'd, oh, like, yeah. take that shit down oh, right yeah, the yeah. fuck now. Yeah, intruding other people's view and stuff. But, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> totally got him. <laughs> like... I sent it to Victoria later. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that guy. I still got it. And I sent it to her. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, yeah. The the Hall H line is is just out of control. Um, the wristbands just make it 100 percent worse. And then like, there's lines everywhere. That's one thing you got to realize about Comic Con is just like you're gonna spend some time. You're gonna spend some, some time in line. Yeah. Make friends. Re- restaurants that you go to. Oh yeah. Are are crazy all the time. Though we got pretty lucky, I think, on most of the time. Yeah. You know, going to that Bub's place was really easy. We just kind of snagged the table real quick. Um, and then the Tiki Bar was fine. But, you know, you're going to wait in lines for everything. Um, we also did a, we did a, uh, the Ready Player One experience. Oh, man. Which was like. It was. A re- we were all jazzed about it, too. We were all super excited. We were like, for sure, it's going to be VR. For yeah. sure. We're like. Probably for it, sure going to give us so a this, VR. To give a little background, this is normally where the HBO uh, Game of Thrones experience is. And um, you know, I posted videos and stuff of that in the past where, you know. There's an awesome picture of you with the dragon. Yeah, they have a cool. It, it's that, There's actually a GIF that I still have saved in my email from like five years ago <laughs> where it's like it, it'll they'll CG you with the dragon. They'll put you into an episode of the show 
Um, the first time I ever did it, they had a VR thing, and this is like way back when VR was just starting to come back, right? Um, where you go up to the wall, you know, the the Night's Watch wall, and you see the Wildling army yeah. out in front of you and stuff. And they actually had cold air blowing on you yeah. as you got so higher. Why wouldn't we think that Ready Player One yeah. wouldn't have a VR? It's a Ready Player One because HBO wasn't there. It took over that space, and we're like, cool, this is going to be like, we're going to be in Ready Player One. And they said they had uh, they had uh, the a couple of scenes from the Shining incident, like, you know, inside the, yep. the movie. Where you're inside The Shining, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm big, you know, Stephen King's. Sp- Some people in our group were terrified. They're like, I don't want to go in there. Yeah, I don't. Oh, wanna... I don't want to do it. Oh, it's gonna be too scary. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like super juiced. And with with uh, Game of Thrones, we, this is another one, just outside the convention. But we would normally have to get in line at five or six in the morning, and then just and even when we got in line at five or six in the morning, we still had to wait, you know, sometimes four or five hours once they started letting people in to get inside and go through the experience. Like it would wrap around that block, and it would go around the block again. So, you know, what is that? One, two, three, four, five city blocks of line, which is crazy. Yeah. Like, right? And so I get out there at, like, 6 in the morning, and, and my friend Victoria is already out there, and she is number one in line. And I'm like, what the fuck? What time did you get out here? She's like, I got out here, like, you know, half an hour ago. Oh, my God. So so we're, like, all juiced because we're, like, we're going to be first in line. Somebody knew what was up. Yeah. <laughs> Some, there was people who knew what was going on. The people working there were, like, dude, don't go see this. This is stupid. But And then one thing with Game of Thrones, too, they always gave us, like, a gift bag. The first 100 people or 1,000 people would get, like, uh, like a Funko Pop, a T-shirt, uh, you know, a poster, this and that. You know. So basically – Big thumbs up to HBO. Yeah, and fuck you, Ready Player One. <laughs> I still love the movie, but they, they did do us nasty on that. Well, yeah, so so basically what the experience was is you walk in. I guess the best way, before we go into the deal, the best way to describe it, anyone who's from San Francisco and went to the ice cream museum, it was basically that. Oh, it was, It's it was just basically opportunities ops. to take pictures. Like, yeah. that's all it really was. Yeah, so you just walk in and, like, there's first there's a little tunnel that says Ready Player One. And it's like mirrors and lasers, and you're like, okay, cool. And then you walk around the corner, and it's the hallway from The Shining. And now we're just like, okay, They're like this is a cool entrance this, to the VR. Right, <laughs> this is a like, cool entrance, right? And yeah, it would have been so sick if there was a VR thing at The Shining. <sighs> but it was just the Shining bathroom where you can take pictures, take pictures <laughs> in the bathtub, and then that was it. And it was like. Then there was an arcade. And then there was an arcade where, like, where some of the machines were working. Like, And so. you could play some video games. But keep moving because we got people to come through. Keep yeah, moving. Keep, keep moving. Yeah, exactly. And um, there was one extra room where if you RSVP'd, you got to go into. I don't know what was in there. Oh, that was the room like to the right. that we. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think there was VR in there. Probably not. I don't know. Who knows? If there was, that's some bullshit. That was another thing about Comic-Con, like the VIP yeah. passes. When we were when we were waiting for Hall H, and then what was what were we doing? It was the uh, Tyson. Um, it was um, oh my god! It was the room where they took us and they showed the stars and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh yeah, yeah, the Cosmos. Yeah, the Cosmos. Yes, yeah. so it was like preview for the Cosmos, and then some VIP. Like we were also in line, and some VIP people went in, and I was like, okay, they must be either executives or something. And then when we got through, there was another opportunity to take pictures, and I saw them, and I was talking to them like, hey, like um. Like, awesome, where are you guys from? Is there, oh, we're with a, lo- a local news uh, network. I'm like, oh, so you guys are – and you could tell they, they didn't know anything nerdy about anything because they were like, oh, look at this person dressed as this. Oh, look at this person dressed – what are you dressed as? It's like you could yeah. totally tell, like, they were fucking tourists, yeah. like, experiencing something. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, they're with the news network. I'm like, oh, so you guys are doing a piece on Comic-Con? No. 
I'm yeah. like, no. It's like, no, we're not doing a piece. It's like, we just came. I was like, and you got VIP passes? Like, yeah, because we were with the network. And I was like, in my mind, obviously, none. But I was like, fuck you. <laughs> For everyone here who pays money, yeah. who, like, waits because they genuinely what love it. Yeah. And they want to see this. Like, we, you know, this is, like, what we're totally into. And it's like, you're playing tourists. Like, you're just like, oh, I want to dabble in this. Like, Well, so this is funny because every year this comes up, we're like, man, fuck those guys. These VIP guys who, like, literally they pull them into the front of the line and just lock them in yep. front of you. And they'll it'll separate your group or make you wait, you know, another turn or whatever. And I would have been okay if they were like, yes, we're with this network. We're doing a piece on it to showcase what's yeah. going on. Then I'm like, all right, cool. I get it. You yeah, know? exactly. But, or or even if they're like, oh, my God, this is so cool. This VIP experience, you know, this is fu- so much fun. But they're just like, the whole time they're yeah, just, just like, thanks. thanks. Like, that's it. Thanks. Yeah. Like, and so, like, the, the key to getting those VIP tickets is. First of all, not give a shit about any of the yeah. content you're about to don't see. Don't care. <laughs> and then uh, n- don't appreciate being uh, ushered to the front of the line. Just you know, walk in front of people and don't you know, don't worry about ruining their day. You know, yeah. it's just like, that's that's what's key. Is like you know, I was like, oh, you mean I was out here for five, seven hours to get in there, and then they just walk in. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> no, no, like oh, sorry guys, you know, we're doing this for work or whatever. It's just like oh, what's this? Oh, okay. And then just like and just not appreciate any of the content you see. That's, yeah, that was, that's that like was the bullshit. The key to being a VIP. Um, and then one thing they did this year that was kind of interesting was um, so talking about waiting in lines and stuff. One of the things that some people do, like my friend Nelson and my friend Dan both do, uh, is they'll they'll camp out overnight to try to get into these exclusive lines like Funko Pop, Hasbro. Um, uh, what's the other one? There's a couple other ones where. You know, they have limited, limited uh, number of these exclusive toys or collectibles. Yeah, and you just you try to go in, and you wait in line. And if you wait in line overnight, you could get a wristband to come back at some time during the day to buy it. Right. So this year they did it online as like part of like a raffle, similar to how the Comic Con tickets are actually given out, um, where you submit interest. For certain times of days and certain days for certain booths, right? So I was like, okay, well, at least that's kind of fun. It gives people like me who I'm not going to wait in line for a toy. <laughs> that's it's just that's what it is. And and so what what ends up happening is I don't get a chance to buy any of those toys ever unless I want to pay three times what it is. Right? And what, what's not cool is I don't and I don't think they should allow vendors to buy. Like it's it's there was a couple of things I wanted and I was like, Oh, you know, I'll try. And then I was like, I couldn't get it. Whatever. No big deal. I didn't need them. Kind of wanted them. But then when you walk around the convention and you see the exclusives the, at, other at booths. vendors booth selling for double, sometimes triple. It's like, fuck you, man. Like that's not cool at all. Like you bought it at the regular price. And now like someone who genuinely wants it, like you want to sell it double. Like that's so fucked up. Yeah. Well, my, my first couple of years at Comic-Con, um, there were certain things that I would try to get that I just, you know, it was always Kid Robot or like Tokidoki or like some of these smaller little things, but they were cool. Like, it was cool. Is like Tokidoki s- still around? I feel like I haven't heard from them in a while. Yeah, they were there. Yep. 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 They, they, I think they lost their Marvel license, so they don't Ooh. do as much stuff. Yeah, that was Marvel. a big moneymaker. That was the best stuff, yeah. But, uh, um, uh, yeah, I would rush in and try to get like, like, like a, a Shinakuma or something from Kid Robot, which was a cool little Street Fighter figure. Um, and like I remember being, you know, at the at the doors right when it was opening, right. And then you 
they'd open the doors. I'd be crammed up in there. I'd run in there, speed walk all the way over. I knew right where the booth was. You get there, and it was already sold out for the day. Yep. You're like, it's like, dude, this shit just opened. It, it just opened. It opened at 9.30. It is still 9.30. You know what I mean? Like, how do you sell out before opening? Right. And the, what happens is, while the while the before it opens, all the vendors are in there, and they're going around buying it from different people and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not cool. Not only that, but the guys opening the doors, sometimes they'll open the doors on the back side before they open it on the front yeah. side. Or they'll open it down here, and they won't open it down here. I do remember the last time I went with you, like... We would try to get in the convention. They're like, this isn't the entrance. It goes that way. And we're like, all right, we walk over there. This isn't the entrance. Go, go this way. I was yeah. like, dude, well, like, you guys should know. Don't you got radios? Like, radio yeah. each other. Like, where are you supposed to send us? Right, right. This year, they definitely were a lot better. They were they were better this year, for sure. Um, and so, luckily, that's gotten better. But anyway, you know, some of these, you know, um, with the exclusives online, I thought maybe that will be an end to that madness, trying to scramble in there, right? Nope. First of all. I know several friends who went in there and tried to get certain times. I think one of us got got in out of all of us to to the Hasbro line or something. But then I saw another lady who came back like sh- the only time she got in for was four o'clock on, say, Saturday. Yeah, right? you're not going to have anything you want. So by the time she comes in at four o'clock on Saturday, everything's sold yep. out. So you won the lottery to get the, the time frame, but you lost because you got the later time frame. Yep. So it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, it's, it's. I don't know if it's, it's hard to come up with a perfect system for something like that, but. And like, I mean, the answer is not going to be make more because the right. whole point is that they're exclusive, they're exclusive so sure. you want them to have a limited amount. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely not fair that vendors get so much well, opportunity. One thing they should do, at least for something like that, is when you have these lottery spots, make sure that that getting that time frame guarantees you the product, the product. Yeah. And then at the end, at the end of the time slots, if you haven't sold, like not everyone to go in there is going to buy every single one. Yeah, right? yeah. At the end of it, let, let everyone in open, just open a line and let people buy it. That shit will still sell out. I did get lucky and get into one line. Yeah. Yeah. I was I, like, oh, I got to get stuff for people. I was like, I'm going to try it. And I got in there like, okay, go ahead. And I'm like, Oh, cool. Yeah, right exactly. On. But uh, yeah, man, it's, it is rough sometimes trying to get something. That's why I don't freak out about exclusives. If there's certain ones that I like, cool, you know, and I can get it, fine. If I can't get it, yeah, not the yeah, biggest not, deal. I mean, I don't. They, I know a lot of people will go and like just get them to sell them, which is I don't. I don't like doing that. I either. don't like doing that either. Like I, I did manage to get some stuff, um, some gold, um, Bruce Lee's. And I got them just because I was lucky enough to get in line. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Bought a couple, and then, you know, I did have a couple friends like, oh, I really wanted one. I'm like, all right, go ahead. Here. Same price. I'm like, I, they're yeah. like, oh, you know, you want you want some extra? Like, nah, man, I'm not going to do that to you. Like, yeah, yeah. Here you go, man. Just what I paid for it. Like, I mean, you know, because that's what the whole convention is about. It's about people who are super excited. Passionate about, about Yeah, passionate stuff. about this stuff. It's like, yeah, here. Like, you're obviously more passionate about this than I am. Here you go. Like, take right. it. That's what it should be like. Exactly. Yeah, there's, you know, that the Funko Pops is one of those things where it goes crazy on it. Like, there's whole vendors there at the convention who all they do is resell those. Things. Oh, yeah. You know, the, their whole booth is made out of the little boxes. Yeah. And, like, uh, a couple of the ones we saw, like, the, the metallic Whis from Super, uh, Super Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super. Yep. That one, we saw it at several other places going for, like, $150, $200. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And it costs, what, $10 or $20 at the actual booth? Yeah, it's just like, come on, man. Like, Yeah. Like, come on. Like, be, be better people. Like, yeah, yeah I guess just, what other, what other just, ways to say it? Like, be better people. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, you know, I know we're talking about Comic-Con, but it's not just Comic-Con. There's 
the the shoe game is ridiculous. Like trying to get some of these sneakers and stuff to come <laughs> out. Like I've been burned so bad before, and you like you're trying to get in. You're waking up at six o'clock in the morning trying to buy like some pair of shoes, and then they're immediately all sold out. And even before before they're available for sale, you'll see them on reseller sites. They're like guaranteed, you know, will ship after they're released. So obviously someone's got some hookup or yeah, something. Yeah, for sure. And it's like triple the price, four, you know, four or five times the price. God damn it. Concert tickets is another crazy <laughs> one. It's like, God damn, man. Just like what a better world it would be if resellers were not out there. <laughs> they all just. Uh, fell, well, okay. Well, off I, I wouldn't say not. Uh, well, I mean, would you consider sometimes I sell like I, I actually collect uh, comics and sometimes I will sell. Sure. But like you know, I'll try to get a good deal out of it. But like I'm not well, like here, buying the same issues multiple times, like making sure other right. people don't get it. Well, like, well, here's my thing, right? Like, th- there's a difference between buying something that is a like a limited production and reselling that versus buying something that has like some sort of historical value, right? Like, like for instance, like if I had issue one of of Superman. Action Comics number one. I'm not going to sell it for 10 cents because that's what I paid for it or whatever, right? You know, um, Obviously, that thing has historical significance. It's gained value because of what happens inside of it or whatever. I'm totally for that. Like, There's no way I would, you know, um, you know like I, I bought, for instance, like Captain America, you know, issue 25 where he, he gets killed during Civil War, right? Like I bought several copies of that. I'm like, oh, this is this is going to be like a big event because I know this. Is had he stayed dead? Had he stayed dead? Right? <laughs> but you know, that's why I, I was like, oh, this is one of the reasons why I want to collect them. Not because they're making limited edition versions of it, though. I do have a couple of those because I wanted those. But you know, reselling. If I was to sell one of those, yeah, I'm not going to charge them. I'm not going to charge the person two ninety nine for it, like whatever I paid for it. I'm going to try to make some money off right, it. Right. But it's because there's something important happened in that right right right. when it's like oh i'm just gonna buy you know i'm gonna go to the comic store the day um that comic book comes out and i'm gonna buy all the copies off the yeah, shelf yeah. so no one else can get them and like now you gotta get it through me now you gotta get it through me that's the only way to get it that's different you yeah, know? yeah so that's that's really what i'm uh, i'm against when it comes to resellers it's not it's not the fact that they're trying to make money off of you know this one or that one it's that their whole business model is buying up all of, all of it that they can and, oh, yeah. and then making it so you have to go through them. For sure. Like concert ticket and stuff. Sometimes you can only get it through StubHub. You yep. can't buy it through anyone else. At a ridiculous price. At a ridiculous ridiculous price. I just want to see Taylor Swift, okay? That's all <laughs> I want. That's all I want to do. <laughs> but, um, yeah, overall, what were you, you know, we still had fun at Comic-Con. Right? Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, I wish I had more opportunity to hunt for comics. Um, sure, sure. Although some of the guys, some of the shops, like I was looking at some stuff and I'm like, ooh, you guys are, and I get it. You want to mark up a little bit higher, but some of the prices on certain issues, I'm like, dude, you guys are selling a little bit too high. But I was jazzed because I do have uh, the first appearance of Spider-Man. I was super excited at how much the value of that has gone up, which I'm freaking out. I'm like, because I have an altered one. It's been altered. Um, I do want to get one that's. Uh, not, but it's like double the price. Yeah. So, um, did find a couple copies. I'm like, ooh, that's a little bit more than I'm willing, willing to pay. Um, CGC, I feel, charges way too fucking much to get your comic books graded. 
but I did get some stuff, some key issue comics. I'm like, I have to get these graded if I want to try to sell these to try to get a better issue of uh, uh, Amazing Fantasy. But yeah, I mean, it was it was it was awesome. And shout out to all the cosplayers. I saw a shit ton of cosplayers. Oh yeah, took some pictures. Great. I wish I got a chance to talk to them to get their um, their Instagram. So when when I was posting, like I always try to, I always want to give credit. You know, like right. here you go, like check this out. Like this was awesome. But there was. Some awesome, awesome cosplays out there. And uh, check out our Facebook when this episode drops, which will probably be this Friday. Um, so if you listen to this afterwards, this has probably already happened. But um, I'm going to dump all my uh, Comic-Con photos onto our Facebook, so you can check them all out. We'll have a big album on there. You can. See. If you see yourself on there and you yeah. want credit, just... Say what's up. Let us know. Yeah, either Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, and we'll make sure and give people credit because um, we want to. You know, we want to make sure everyone gets noticed. Yeah, um, but yeah, there was there were some great ones out there. Um, saw uh, some really good jokers this year. You know, and there's always I actually have ones. a great one from a makeup. It was a like a I guess a Batman mixed with a Joker. It was really fucking awesome, and I did I actually did get that guy's information. I'll probably. Oh, it up the again. Batman who laughs. It wasn't. No, it wasn't the Batman who laughs. It was. Um, it was still. It was more Joker. It was like oh, the Batman outfit, but in green. Oh, okay, interesting. It it was. It was really fucking cool, and uh, the guy was doing some awesome poses. Yeah, there, there's all there's always some crazy ones where it's like, first of all, where do you get the, these materials? Some of them are all like all you know foam cast and yeah. Like, yeah, there's some pretty amazing stuff. So uh, I have seen before some really great Iron Mans where like the face would lift and like oh, yeah. stuff in the back would move. I didn't see any at this one, but um, I have seen a couple of them. At yeah, different I, I didn't see anything like that this one, but I have I have seen like I saw a War Machine where his gun spins. That's awesome. Where his turret gun spins, that was really cool before. Um, and then I saw like movie accurate Ninja Turtles from like the original <laughs> movies. Oh, I think I saw those guys. Yeah, they were I, awesome. They were there they they this year. I saw them a couple of years ago, and I was like, they're just like, where did you get those? <laughs> like, I, I understand, like, maybe you have access to make certain things, but, like, how did you make them look exactly like They the were movie? great. The only thing is that they didn't move the mouths. Sure, you know? sure. Exactly. Or the, or the eyes, like, in the movies. Right. Um, I did see an amazing Weapon X. Uh, I did. Uh, I think yeah, I put yeah. it up. If not, I'll put it up again. But uh, his was fucking great. Great. Right. It was awesome. He had the helmet on and everything. Yeah, everything. He was awesome. Yeah, there's some there's always some good ones. So we'll put those pictures up on our Facebook and our Instagram. So check them out. Um and uh, if you ever get a chance to go, you got to go. And here's here's one thing I'll say, the last thing I'll say on Comic-Con before we get out of here is that don't ask me to get you tickets. <laughs> okay? So this is one of those things. It's there's a couple of unwritten rules about Comic Con that that people who go understand and people who don't go just don't understand. You know, waiting in line is part of it. That's that's one of those things. Don't complain about waiting in line because we have to. We all have to do it, right? But also, just don't don't ask me to get you tickets. Like that. That's not how the tickets work. It's a it's a lottery system, and the way we get into it is we have a group of friends who all try to go. And we're all prepared months in advance, and we're on right in the morning. It's hard, and it doesn't always work out. But if you put in the effort, eventually you'll get tickets. <laughs> but don't be like, "Oh yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I'll have to try to get tickets." I'm like, "Do you have a member ID?" They're like, "No." I'm like, "Oh, well, you can't get tickets then. You can't make one now. It's it's <laughs> happening tomorrow. You know, it's just like there's a process to it. Just understand that everyone who goes to Comic Con." We really try hard to make Comic-Con happen every year, so we don't take it very lightly. 
<laughs> <laughs> and then like and when like yeah you know I'll, another unwritten rule is like yes i'll try to get you some exclusive stuff i could i we can always try but i'm not going to spend a night in line trying to get you an exclusive thing and particularly for me i hate the, this fucking character trait failure of mine i hate disappointing people and if someone asks me to try to get something and I don't get it, I feel terrible. Because, yeah. like, I don't ever want anyone to think, like, oh, yeah, bet he didn't even try. I was like, no, dude, I fucking tried. Like, I tried yeah. really hard. It, it, Yeah, it's just the lines and, and how much of the product they have. And, you know, there's all sorts of things that go into it. Like, you know, I always say I'll try my best. And I'll, I'll, I'll go to the booth, and if they have this stuff, I'll get it. But I'm not going to rush in first thing in the morning to try to get yeah. it. So if it's, like – there's like this one Ninja Turtle set um, that my buddy wanted, and I'm like, I'll try, man. I went in, you know, right when I got in, sold out for the entire convention on the first day. Yeah, and also, I mean, like, dude, we paid money to get in here, like, yeah, exactly. and there's things I want to do too, like, right. you know, like, there's can't only- spend the whole day doing it. But like, one of my buddies, I got, you know, he he wanted all these DC ones. They were all at one booth. They were all readily available. I'm like, boom, let's do this. <laughs> Just got all of them, you know, threw them in my bag. It's, I spent like a hundred bucks on them, and he paid me back for sure. But you know, it's like I did that. I don't mind going out of my yeah, way yeah. to try to get them. But it's like, you know, it, it's like if someone's like, you know, oh, can you give me just like any Dragon Ball thing? I'm just like, first of all, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't. I don't do those either. Like, get me anything of this. Is like, okay, what if I got you like Bulma, and then you're like really pissed off, and you're yeah, like, I don't want it. I'm supposed to use my judgment. Like, yeah, like, like how much you want want me to get you. Like, do you want me to get you? And not to say that Bulma sucks. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying like <laughs> she's one of the few characters who's never died. That is true. That is true. <laughs> she's been in some terrible situations. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's just one of those things. It's like, don't. Don't make me take time out of my trip to think of what to get you, like, so I don't disappoint you. Yeah, if you're specific and it's ready, If cool. you're specific or if you're, like, you know, just, like, a cool keychain would be fun. No problem. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll find something fun, you know, but it's just, like, you got to realize it's, a, it's, like, it's, like, getting thrown into, you know, like, a mosh pit and asking you to get someone's phone number out of that mosh pit. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. Like, uh, yeah, is that with a four? And then you're just getting jostled around and stuff. It's like, no, you know, it's, it's difficult to try to yeah. get anything done. So, Also, and to previous earlier, anyone who wants to go to Comic-Con, it's not the only comic book convention. That's um, true. That's true. Like, the Sam- I went to the, the San Francisco Comic-Con uh, convention in Oakland for some reason. And it's – they're great. Like, they're not as big. They're – they're – but they, it still is like an essence of what it is. It's still, it's, it's like they're they're more like a comic convention, than right? Comic Con is, it, and it's still it still feels like Comic Con. Like yeah. I mean, not as grandiose, but it's still it's still great. Actors and you know still go. You know, big name people still it's go easy, to. The, it's easier to see people at those smaller ones. Cause, yeah, because there's not as many people. They're not as far away in in these giant towering. Yeah, you know, stands and stuff. I'd really like to go next year to uh, Silicon Valley Comic Con. That was a great one too. That's yeah. a great one. I found great, uh, great comic books there. Yeah, it all, always sneaks up on me, so I'm, I'm definitely gonna try to go this year. But and yeah, I, you know. and I mean, there's there's actually amazing artists, comic book actual mm-hmm. artists that work on comics that work there, and you can just go up and talk to. You don't have to pay, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Be kind, buy something, you know. Like they're there, they're trying to hustle. But, you know, they're more than willing to speak to you, and it's kind of cool. Like, dude, like, you worked on Spider-Man. Like, that's so awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm talking to you. Exactly. Um, And, you know, like, they don't really get 
spoken to that much. Like they're behind, they're working, they're grinding away, so they they enjoy it as well. Right, and not only that, but like certain Comic Con artists, like or writers, like they don't. It's not like people walk up to them on the street and be like, yeah, because oh they don't God. see their face. Oh, Ed Brubaker, you're so sick when he did Captain America. That's so awesome. Like you don't you don't know what they look like unless yeah. you research and you're a super fan. So like those guys like to be talked to. And, oh yeah, and like for to sure. Talk to you know. Um, even even like um, even like uh, I saw Robert Kirkman again this year, who I saw my first Comic Con. Um, like he he's he's the nicest guy. Oh yeah, you would talk to him and stuff, and like he is a pretty famous guy. So you know it's like people nice. know the name, but like they won't know the face. Exactly, exactly. So uh, yeah, if you want to go to Comic Con, start at one of the smaller ones. It's a lot of fun. And work your way up. Work your way up, and if you want to go to San Diego Comic Con, by all means try, but. And I'll answer any questions you have about getting tickets and, and what the process is like. Um, in fact, one of these days, I'm going to write like a guide. that We'll put it up on the site. We'll put it up on the site. Uh, I've already started on it realistically, but um, i got to really delve into it and write <laughs> a lot more because there's so much to know and so many processes. And it changes all the time. So you can Or just ask us. Ask us on Instagram. Yeah. Ask us on Twitter. I Facebook. swear we'll answer. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to answer any questions about how to do it but it's it you got to put in work it's not like one of those things like oh i'm just going to be up at nine o'clock in the morning on the day they come out and get tickets there's a process you have to register you have to sign up for this sign up for that you have to have kind of a strategy of how to get tickets um but if you're willing to put in the work let me know and i can we can we'll walk you through it walk you through this it. is what we do for you guys yeah. we love you guys yeah we're, we're a source of information um, and if you have questions about conventions in general, hit us up. Let us know on you know Facebook.com, NerdsWithFriendsPodcast.com. I think we still have our comments page on it, so yep. you can hit us up on there. That goes right to our email. So uh, let us know. You know, we're more than happy to answer any questions on it. It's a great time. Even the this was this was the worst Comic Con I've ever been to, and it was still one of, like the greatest part of my year. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just it's it's like it's like everything. Everything's fun. Everything's designed to make you happy. It's like, you know, it's it it's great. You're surrounded by like-minded people and they take over the whole city of San Diego. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to mention like even like even if you don't get tickets to go inside but you want to taste, there's a ton of stuff that happens outside. The Ready Player One thing, we didn't need tickets to nope, go in. Nope, that was just out and there's a ton of stuff. we didn't get to see and that's one of the actually that's another a great thing but also at the same time a bad thing about Comic-Con. There's so much that you'll never like in one comic con you'll never experience all of it. You yeah. have to pick and choose what what's important to you. But even so, if you don't have tickets, you can ex- still experience all of the outside stuff for free. Right, exactly. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff out there that you can see um, without tickets, and then like there's and don't don't be stressed out about trying to see everything because you won't. You won't. There's <laughs> physically no way of doing it. It's too spread out. There's too much waiting in line. Um, I remember I forget what it was, but there was something that I missed out on that was right across from Ready Player One that I didn't even know was there. Oh, it was an Overwatch thing. Oh, was it? And we totally missed out. Okay, I'm fucking bummed out about that. I would have loved to go to that. Exactly, but what are you gonna do? You know, it's like can't see everything. But yeah, let us know if you like that. Tell your friends about Nerds Friends, of course. Uh, You know, we got more episodes coming up for you. Uh, We'll get back to interviewing some fun people over the Skype once we get the new equipment all hooked up. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, and then, yeah, you know, ask us questions. You know, let us know if there's something you want to talk about. We'll be talking about uh, the Sorry to Bother You on one of the next upcoming episodes. That we're, we're, working, we're working on some stuff. Yeah, working on getting some folks on here. So. But uh, do watch it. That shit was awesome. It was <laughs> great. Yeah, go check it out. 
In fact, watch it twice because I watched it twice and there was some stuff in the background. I was like, oh shit, I didn't, I didn't even fucking catch that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but thanks, Christian. Great it's time always... going to Comic Con. Partner in crime. Uh, and then thanks to all the listeners out there. Remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you. Good night. He had been drinking on the train, and I guess he was, like, being obnoxious, and someone told him, like, you know, shut up, and, like, he was, like, they had a back and forth, but when he got off the train, he, like, was telling the cops, like, yeah, that lady over there, she said she had a bomb.